This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Dine Local SD, serving up the latest in the San Diego culinary world with a pinch of history. Hey, welcome. I have Chef Masa Kojima from Juniper and Ivy with us today. Welcome, Chef. Hi, thank Hi. you. Um, so we're going to do a little lightning round. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. Um, you just answer as quick as you can. Okay. No pressure. All right. All right. Um, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Rolling Stones or the Beatles? Uh, Rolling Stones. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Finish this sentence. I could never live without... Coffee. Nice. Finish this sentence. My favorite part about being a chef is? Uh, Working with new ingredients. Nice. Uh, Your favorite local restaurant right now? Um, I do like going to Dumpling Inn. Yeah. Yeah. I love dumplings. Um, Your favorite thing to do on your day off? Uh, I think it'd have to be sleep. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, do you get days off? Yeah, we all. Okay. We had two days off. Nice. Solid. Uh, And Pulp Fiction or Big Lebowski? Uh, Pulp Fiction. I was going to ask you that one, but it's a lame question, so I'm skipping it. Uh, what's your favorite kitchen gadget? Uh, I, I mean, that'd be your knife. Okay. You know? What kind of knife, which, which one do you use? Or like, what type? Uh, I have a Takamura. Ooh. Yeah. Fancy. Sharp. Uh, and if you weren't a chef, what would you be doing? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I really, it's, yeah. that's too hard of a question. All right. That's yeah. fair. It's a new lightning round question. I think the answer is we must take it out of the lightning <laughs> round. <laughs> I'll ask you it again later. Um, awesome. Cool. So thanks for playing along with our lightning round. Yeah. We're going to start the real podcast now. I'm going to do the intro. This podcast is going to require so many edits. I apologize in advance. <laughs> Welcome to the Dine Local SD podcast, episode number 46. We are serving up the latest in the San Diego culinary world with a pinch of history. Today, we welcome Chef de Cuisine Masa Kojima of Juniper and Ivy. This is right from your website, but I liked it a lot. Juniper and Ivy provides an ever-changing menu boasting comforting yet creative options such as snacks, crudo, pastas, toasts, small plates, and more. Yep. Yeah. that's How often do you guys change your menu? Uh, it honestly depends on... What the farmer's market truck has. Nice. Um, yeah, it's all based the on the farmer's guys. market truck from specialty produce. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's cool. So I would say probably, I mean, we'll change maybe like two or three things maybe every two days and okay. then just throughout the week. Yeah. Just maybe As one is. thing or three things, four things, just whatever. Awesome. You know, if we want to push a little harder, we'll change six, yeah. but it just changes. Cool. That's great. Um, And Juniper and Ivy. Hey, you've been there since it opened? No, no. I actually started there uh, maybe a year and seven months ago. Okay, awesome. There. Yeah. Nice. And how are you liking it? I, I like it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just totally different than what I, you know, used to work in. Yeah. Um, you know, all the chefs there, like there's Anthony Wells, mm-hmm. Nate Gibson, uh, Joseph Bauer, and we all just kind of get along and it's Perfect. just super collaborative. Great. Yeah. And where were you before Juniper and Ivy? Uh, George is at the Cove. Okay. With mm-hmm. Chef Trey? Yeah. Cool. He's like, um, I don't get starstruck or like intimidated very easily, mm-hmm. but George's was the very first like fancy restaurant I ever went to and it inspired me to go to culinary school. And cool. every time I see Trey, I like get really shy. Yeah. And I did a taco takeover last week. Mm-hmm. 
And I was so nervous all day because mm-hmm. I was like, damn it, I know he's going to be there, which I was like equally <laughs> excited about and terrified about. And the first thing he said to me was, are you nervous? And I was like, yes, yes, I'm very nervous. <laughs> um, cool. How long were you over there? Uh, I've been there. I was there for eight years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, funny thing is, is that my dad uh, used to be his sous chef back in. Oh, my gosh. Um, I don't know, maybe like 20 plus mm-hmm. years ago. Okay. Like a, a gajillion years yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, back in, uh, I think Santa Monica or, wow. or somewhere. That's so cool. Yeah. And then I just came down from Chico because I was in okay. uh, college there. And nice. He offered me a job or my dad kind of tricked me into working there tricked. for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Super cool. Mm-hmm. What What is it like? And I won't ask you all about Trey, but like, what is it like working with him? Um, it's good. I yeah. mean, he, he really makes you think about a lot of the stuff that, you know, you're doing. Yeah. Um, he always makes you question if this is the right choice mm-hmm. or does that go with it? Um, and he's just very quiet. Yeah. You know, and reserved. And, yes. Um, but if he has an opinion, he'll, you know, let Definitely you know. Let you know. Yeah. <laughs> right on. And, um, so you're the chef de cuisine at Juniper and Ivy. Mm-hmm. You've been there for, Almost two years, about a year and a half, almost mm-hmm. two years. And what is your favorite thing about working there? Um, I think my favorite thing is just the people. Yeah. Yeah. The um, people that you work with? Yeah, the yeah. people that I work great. with. Um, everyone gets along, mm-hmm. you know, we you know, we all joke around and have fun, but when it gets time to cooking, like we all yeah. you know, everyone works real hard. Yeah. And just the the chef team, you know, just I've never worked with people that are, that want to, you know, that are so collaborative. That's you great. Know, and it's, they always, we always have opinions and, you know, we always spitball mm-hmm. and joke around about certain dishes and then eventually those become ideas. Yeah. And, you know, it's fun. That is fun. Yeah. Uh, I've had many a delicious meal at Juniper and Ivy. Um, but what I, I think what I appreciate so much about the menu there is that, um, like, it's obviously a gorgeous space. Like, mm-hmm. the restaurant is stunning. It's huge. Yeah, it's massive. Yeah. Um, And the staff is always so welcoming, mm-hmm. which I feel like a lot of times when I go into places that look that beautiful, it's um can be a little, like, pretentious. And I never feel that at Juniper and Ivy. Mm-hmm. But even, like, reading the menu, you know, like, I have um some of menu highlights here that I chose and... Like on the website, there's a foie gras cookie with miso and vanilla quince jam, which is like, ooh, that sounds fancy, right? And then directly under it is like aged ham and cheese roll. And yeah. like, I love that, you know, where it's like such a dichotomy, but it's all presented so beautifully and so, you know, like wonderfully done. Um, and then I always try and guess which chef like came up. Like, oh, you know, yeah. like I could see Nate coming up with an aged ham and cheese roll. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's really cool. And so how many... Uh, cause like it's an open kitchen there. So mm-hmm. I like to sit at the chef's counter and just like watch it all happen. But how many team members in the, in the heart of house, in the back of house do you have there? Um, if we don't include the chefs, cause we have, you know, Anthony Wells mm-hmm. is our, um, executive chef yeah. and he's been there since it opened. Okay. Um, and then there's Nate and Joe who are sous chefs. Cool. So there's probably about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Wow. I would say about like twenty eight 
to 30 back a house. Wow. Yeah. That's a big staff. It's yeah, it's a big staff. That's including dishwashers. Yeah, as well. of course. Um, and and do you enjoy like that kind of mentorship role? Because I feel like Juniper Nivy is a place where a lot of younger or or newer people in the culinary world would want to go to. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, there's definitely. I'm from San Diego, so yeah. Uh, like I remember when Juniper Nivy was opening. There was just a lot of buzz about like, is this the change of the San Diego food scene? Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, oh my god, like a celebrity chef. I just hate that term. I didn't mean any disrespect to <laughs> to Richard by doing that. Um, but you know, it was like, oh, a, a celebrity chef sees value coming into San Diego. Mm-hmm. Is this like the turn of of San Diego's beachy food talk, like you know, yeah, taco yeah, yeah, scene? Yeah. And so, um, I I lost a few line cooks to um, <laughs> to Juniper <laughs> and Ivy, which I was like, I get it, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you can learn something way cooler there. Um, but you know, do you have a lot of those younger intern type people? Oh, uh, we we do. You yeah. know, we um, a lot of our longer members mm-hmm. were out of culinary school, and um, I mean, they've been there maybe like a year, two years, three years. You know, yeah. Um, but we typically like to hire people mm-hmm. that are out of culinary school. That way, you know, you they can learn how we do things. You right. Because can mold them. Yeah, because yeah. sometimes it gets difficult when when someone's stuck in their ways. And mm-hmm. not saying a lot of people are sure. in San Diego, but just saying like, you know, you run into people that are and it's just it, it takes a little more time, but that's yeah. that's part of, that's the name of the game. Definitely. You know? Very um cool. But yeah, I mean it's just all walks of life, you know. Yeah, people come in and it's like, oh, you want to work? Yeah, that's fine. You know, yeah, <laughs> come in and stage and yeah, see if you like it. If it's not for you, it's not for you. If it is, then you know we can talk. Yeah. Do you? Um, because you also do you oversee the crack shack at all? No, that's like it's not totally own thing. Yeah, okay, that's totally own thing. Yeah. Cool. I was gonna. I was wondering because I know <clears> that like with consortium holdings, they. I don't know if it's an actual thing or if I was just in a passing conversation, but they kind of have an idea or, or maybe I misunderstood that everyone would kind of start at like soda and swine mm-hmm. and eventually end up at born and raised, you know, whereas oh, like yeah. you kind of like you could start at soda and swine and like learn very basic things. And then not, not that soda and swine is very basic, but you know, like mm-hmm. a little less technical and then kind of maybe graduate to the neighborhood and then graduate to Ironside. And then yeah, 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 maybe, yeah. maybe you're the grill guy at born and raised after yeah. all that, you know? Um, sometimes, um, you know, p- people that have worked at Crack Shack next yeah. door because, you know, that's our right. sister. sister. Yeah. It's um, always sister. It's never brother. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird, huh? huh, huh. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, we've had a few cooks that worked at Crack Shack and then mm-hmm. they moved over. And we've had a few uh, juniper cooks that, you know, decided they wanted to work sure. at Crack Shack. And, you know, that's totally fine. It's like nice we're, to have options. Yeah. And, and it's it's good, you know, and it's it's different. You never get stuck and you're, mm. you're always learning something new. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cool. Um. So I asked you during the lightning round, what would you be doing if you weren't a chef? And you were like, "Ooh, I don't know, um, which I totally get because I don't know either. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you mentioned that your your dad was Trey's sous chef. So is your was your dad a chef? Yeah. And it's just like in the family, like you always were around food or like what was like your earliest food memory? Um, well, you know, my mom was a stay at home mom. Mm-hmm. And so she cooked us breakfast, packed us lunch, yeah. made us dinner. My mom too. It's yeah, awesome, every, right? It was awesome. Yeah. But I mean, it wasn't the typical breakfast. Like we never had cereal. Yeah. It was, a, it was like 
a bowl of rice with like miso soup, a roasted yeah. piece of salmon, a fried egg, and some pickles. I want to grow up in your household. And that's what we typically ate for breakfast. Yeah. And then lunch would be like a like a cucumber mayonnaise sandwich yeah. or, you know, it was never like a Lunchables right. or she would never, there was no money to like go get, go at the cafeteria. Yeah. Um, and then dinner was just whatever she, you know, whatever yeah. she cooked, like curry or. Yeah. Um, oh, so, oh, really? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I was typically always around food and my dad, you know, uh, is a chef. Uh, he works in New York. Mm. Um, where, and, where at? Uh, he works at uh, Tao and nightclub in downtown oh. uh, Manhattan. Very cool. Um, you know, he wasn't around a lot. Yeah, you know, because chef life. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's very, life. it's a very demanding job, and it's yeah. it's not for everyone. No, um, and mm-hmm. you know, there'd be certain days, maybe like a a Sunday, he would like make us dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, but that you know, and then he would like take me to work. Um, and just I would just sit in the office and play. Uh, yeah, and this was what. I don't know how long ago, but we play that pinball game that's on oh, all the yeah, yeah, yeah. The Space Cadet, I think, or, or something <laughs> that it's called. Like, play that for hours yeah. in the office. That you have, like, high score on so many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But that was, you know, my childhood. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, and so you said that he kind of tricked you into getting a job at, at Georgia. What, what what position did you start as? A uh, pastry plater. Nice, me too. Yeah, I was, uh, I think I was a pastry plater there for about... A year and a half? Yeah. Uh, it seems like uh, like I thought I was really special because I touched food that went to tables. Mm-hmm. But now I remember when I was like 18, I was like, oh, I made that. I didn't make shit. I just put it on a plate. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I warmed something up. Yeah, in the oven. yeah. And, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, during that time, um, you know, I, I was in college at uh, mm. Chico State. Yeah. And uh, what were you going to school for? Uh, it was like... Uh, marketing. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, I just didn't like it. Yeah. Um, and so I was going to take a year off mm-hmm. and just, do, I mean, it's Chico. Like, yeah. you know, it's kind you of, you can a, do that. Yeah. It's a party. Yeah. School, you know? Um, and so my dad was like, Hey, um, uh, I have an opening or I need help at, at the restaurant. And he was working, um, for the compass group. Okay. Um, uh, like Wolfgang Puck yeah. restaurants and they opened a restaurant on, uh, I think UCSD called Jay. I okay. walking back next to the La Jolla Playhouse. Oh yeah, um, which isn't there anymore, mm-hmm. uh, sadly. But um, yeah, he hired me as a dishwasher. Nice. So I was washing dishes, and then eventually, just like prepping. Sure. Um, and then when he tricked me, is I was working there in the mornings, and then he told me he's like, "Hey, Trey, like one of my old friends, uh, he's looking for some help. Here's the menu." Um, he just needs help for just three days. Oh, just three days. And I was like, oh, just three days. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll go help. And then, um, I went there yeah. and I started filling out all this paperwork. <laughs> You're like, this is a lot for three days. Yeah, And I was like, and like, uh, the person that, um, did my interview was Elizabeth Murray. Mm-hmm. I think she, uh, works at Sierra de Mar oh. up there. And, oh. um, and I asked her, I was like, oh, like, why am I filling out all this paperwork? I thought I was just helping out for three days. Yeah. Like what's going, what's going on? on? It's like, and she's like. Oh no, it's it's full time. And um and so I think I had two jobs there, maybe like a year and a half, and then I quit the um J and yeah. then I just stayed at George's nice. for eight years. Yeah. That is super tricky. Yeah. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> um well that kind of worked out for you though, huh? Yeah, it did, yeah. yeah good. Yeah, it was it was a good learning experience. It was it was fun working there. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. 
Did you and like John Bautista ever cross paths or no? Yeah, uh, I was his sous chef for about, I would say, I think like maybe a year and a half or two years. Nice. Maybe. Good stuff. Yeah. I always like to um, see where the San Diego food scene is connected in weird Mm -hmm. ways like that, you know? Yeah. Like I didn't know that Chef Evan Cruz, like John Bautista worked for Chef Evan Mm -hmm. until I did a podcast with Evan. Um, Two weeks ago. I was oh, like, cool. what? I know. I was like, Yeah, everyone's really? like connected somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. San Diego's so small. It really is. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'm from here and uh, I'll like go out. Like I'll just be like walking along the street and someone will be like, hey, cat. And people are like, how, how do you know everyone? I'm like, it's just what happens when you're from here. Yeah. <laughs> like I went to high school with that person, but I don't remember their name. <laughs> um, where are you from originally? Uh, Marin County. Oh, cool. Yeah, I uh, grew up there. Area. Yeah, born in L.A., but moved to Marin County, like nice. Novato. Yeah. Um, and then Palm Springs. Oh, yeah. And Chico, everywhere, everywhere else. Everywhere, San Diego. Yeah. yeah. All over. Mostly California? Yeah, just, yeah, mostly California. Cool. Who is, um, okay, I have like three kind of like esoteric random questions for you. Who is a chef currently anywhere in the world that you're really like looking up to? Hmm. It could even be someone that you work with. That's hard. I know. Um, I would say, you know, Anthony. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, awesome. I mean, he, you know, he's shown me a lot and, mm-hmm. you know, he, he's been, he's the original. Yeah. You know, the chef the there. OG. The OG. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, he's shown me a lot. He's helped me a lot. And, mm-hmm. you know, he pushes us to think differently about food and just like be playful and just Thinking about what we ate during yeah. you know, when we were kids and trying to, you know, show Level that on the plane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and that's what's what that's what's great working there, you know. Yeah. I like yeah. that a lot. Like an aged ham and cheese roll with yeah, pomegranate I mean, mustard. It's like a, you know, Hot Pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm really curious about this caramel pine cone. Oh, that was, uh, um, there- that's not on our menu anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, uh. Uh, Sam Bird, um, she, she works at Urban oh, okay. Eater now, but she, you know, bought these molds that look like pine cones, and she's like, "Oh, I kind of want to do a pine cone dessert," and and just and let that, him there go. There it was, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did it have any pine in it? Like, uh, it had uh, mugulio syrup. Okay, yeah, so like pine needle syrup. Nice. Yeah. Um, sorry, I just saw that and I was like, "Oh yeah, I meant to ask about that." Yeah. Um, and so what do you think is, I mean, you've been in the industry here in San Diego for a while. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the way that the industry is going right now? As far as like, there's all this talk of like line cook shortages or, um, do you guys feel any of that or do you have enough of a name where like, uh, I think at every restaurant, you yeah. know, um, no matter how, you know, much press certain restaurants get or whatever. I think there's always a shortage of cooks. Yeah. Um, but there's always a shortage of cooks that want to work hard, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and I don't know why, you know, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to say what is causing that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, I, you know, I talk to sometimes other chefs and they're like, yeah, it's just hard to find, Good help, and yeah. it's hard. You know, people leave and go. People and... leave with, like there's no such thing as a two week notice anymore. No, like not people at all. just are like, I'm done now, and you're like, yeah. oh, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see ya. Yeah, and that's that's what's you know that's 
there's not that. It's just because there's so many restaurants yeah. opening constantly. Yeah. That it's like, oh, if I don't work here, I could just go here. Right. Oh, if I don't, if I don't like, I could just go here. Yeah. You know, and it's, and I think that's, I mean, that's great. You know, new yeah. restaurants opening is great, but eventually, right. You know what, what's gonna happen? What the heck? You know, what's gonna, it might get yeah. worse. It might get better. Who knows? Yeah, I remember um, when I opened Bobo in 2010. I remember. My manager telling me to look at, you know, like if if I got a resume to look at the work history, the length of time. Yeah. And it was like anything under two years was like a red flag. And uh, now it's like you can't even apply that rule or you wouldn't hire anyone. Yeah. Like and I remember we not at Bobo, but more recently at Tribute Pizza, we had hired this one individual and he wasn't good. Like, like he, mm-hmm. he, we had hopes, like we, he staged and he was like, uh, we think we can make it work, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it was like very clear that like, oh, this was not a good decision. <laughs> um, and I remember, you know, at like six weeks in, I was having a conversation with him like, Hey man, like we either need you to step it up or like maybe move a different direction. And his response to us was like, yeah, I'm just going to go apply at the other restaurant down the street that's opening. And we were like. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Like, go do that. And then I like get on the phone and call my friend at the next restaurant. I'm like, hey, just FYI. Yeah. Like, but it's it's you're right. Like, there's just there's such a need for line cooks. And if you have any history, any inner like anything on your resume, it's like, well, let's give them a shot because mm-hmm. maybe they're the one. Yeah. But, um, you know, sometimes they'll you know pe- totally they'll surprise you like yeah. You know, they don't have a lot of experience. They're like, hey, you know what? Let's we'll inv- you know invest our, a lot of time. And, yeah. You know and and then they just they get to a point where like oh wow like you're doing great yeah, yeah and know, it's really exciting it. right yeah yeah we just hired a dishwasher who was a Postmates driver was picking up a mm-hmm. pizza for Postmates um the person on the other end of the Postmates canceled their order mm-hmm. but the guy was already in the restaurant and so he just sat down and ate a pizza and then asked us if we were hiring and we we're like what are you what are you applying for? And he's like, uh, dishwasher? And we're like, yes. He kicks ass. Like nice. he's like, yeah. That's awesome. I know. Yeah. Oh, it's only his first week, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I have one more question for mm-hmm. you. Um and it's not a very original question, but I feel like it's a good one. Um if you had like a week to live. Mm-hmm. Like nothing bit like you weren't sick or anything. Yeah, but yeah, you were yeah. gonna like spontaneously combust mm-hmm, in a week. Mm-hmm. Uh what would your last meal be? Um And would you cook it? I probably wouldn't cook it. Yeah, I wouldn't cook it. I don't it. know. Yeah. Um probably breakfast for my mom. Nice. Like what I used to Sounds eat. Sounds like as a, a kid. good breakfast. Yeah. I think that you know that I I miss eating like that. It's yeah. just there's not enough time in the morning, like Make a pot of rice, right? Cook a piece oh. of salmon, like it's yeah. You know, we we just grab and go. I think the moral of the story is that we all just need our moms to cook breakfast for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming in mm-hmm. and talking to me. It's great to have you in here. Yeah, of course. If uh, if you guys want to try some of Chef Massa's awesome food, then please go visit Juniper and Ivy. They are located at 2228 Kettner Boulevard right here in San Diego, Little Italy. Um, You can check them out Sunday through Thursday from 5 to 10, Friday through Saturday from 5 to 11, and the bar and lounge opens daily at 4 Mm o'clock. Yeah, all that. Um, You can also check them out on social 
Facebook is Juniper and Ivy. If you want specifically to look at some of Chef Masa's delicious food, check out Instagram, Chef, or no, I'm sorry, I just keep adding that word. It's just <laughs> Masa F. Kojima on Instagram. And to explore the San Diego food scene with us, head on over to DineLocalSD.com where we highlight restaurant menus and ongoing specials. And remember to stay connected with us on Instagram and Facebook at DineLocalSD for upcoming podcast guests and awesome giveaways. Thank you so much, yeah, Chef. It's great Thanks to have for you. Me. Thanks for tuning in. Mm-hmm. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, please tell your friends and give us a rating on iTunes. Thank you. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.